Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And here we are again at Health and Wellness for the Golden Age. And it is a golden age. It's blazing warm down here in the south. It's blazing warm out in Nevada. And in eastern central Washington, they're getting rain and growing up crops and having carrot trees. And that's almost all about it. So it's really good. But I wanted to do an announcement right here in the early part of the call before I forget it. And that is that we will be having a speaker next week. And she lives actually in Florida. And she has, uh, she is a, about 40 plus years, uh-oh, 40 plus years in the health business. And she is, um, I have a call coming, and that's why you're hearing a little beep-beep. And uh, she's 40 years in the health business, but her husband was dying. And she'll tell us about that, why he was dying, et cetera. But she got the product and totally turned around her husband, her own health, et cetera. And it's very interesting. I'll send you out some information so you know kind of what she's talking about and be able to um, get that information before she gets on next week. She's very interesting. She's a um, very uh, articulate, so I think you'll really enjoy her. I, I ordered it purely because my memory was failing. I'm taking my ham radio test, and I look at some of these test questions, and I go, I know I've read that before. <laughs> uh, and it gives you four choices. So I mean, it's not like you have to be a brain trust. It's just the memory's not holding it all. So that's why I'm I'm doing that. So I thought this might be a good time to introduce it. But there's so much going on today. I just read a um, dollar vid- vigilante thing, and the biggest thing I want to get across to everybody that's listening in right here live on our call is the fact that the government made our wonderful government corporation that does not apply to any of us is going to very willingly take all your money, if not every penny, most of the pennies, out of your 401ks or IRA accounts because they will be able to, because those wonderful companies that are holding them might possibly have switched it over from non-governmental interference to governmental interference so they can have every penny. The big thing is that, you know, if you or I had the budget like our, our corporation has, we would not even be able to go out of the house. We wouldn't have gas for the car. We wouldn't have electricity in the house. We wouldn't have water on we wouldn't have gas or oil if that's what your mode of uh, fuel. So you'd be dead in the water. But not our wonderful corporation government. 
they are able to take it off from you and anything you save, whether it's in a bank, in an IRA, or any kind of a pension fund. They're going to take it off because they are the fools, the greater fool. But we're the greater fool for keeping it there. So there are ways in which you can take that money out. If you're only on Social Security like I am, we're, we're up, for, uh, up for grabs. They'll cut us off at the flash of an eye. Oh, so no. um, oh. be prepared. Anything can go. And be knowing you're in charge of your life. This is what I, I have kept. The whole thing is about. I've kept fifty dollars in there. I've kept fifty dollars in it. If you keep <laughs> your head on right and your heart right, and this is what's so important about anything that comes out down anywhere in this country, and it is important to be prepared. We must all be Boy Scouts. I've been scouting for boys for a long time, but that hasn't helped at all. So I hope this is um, hearable and you could get all that because I'm on the speaker phone. I always remember after. But was that was that audible for everybody? Did you hear me? Yes. Well, or yes. sort of well. And I've yes. kept $50 I have, um, in hello, my IRA. Hello. I'm sorry. Hello. Is anybody Hello? out there? Hello? You can't hear us, apparently. Wonder? Hello? Is anybody uh, I out can there? hear you, Patty. Can you hear me? Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Can't hear us. Okay. I can hear Wonder, she but can't she can't hear, hear us. She can't hear us. Hello, hello, hello. Um, <laughs> I don't hello? know if I still have your phone number or not, but if I do, I can text you what the problem is. I'm not sure if I still have the correct Hello, anybody there? We're all here. You're the only one that's not there, but you're there. Uh-oh. Colin, fix this. Yes. Fix it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, I don't know how. Let me see here. Oh. She's swearing under right. her breath. I heard her. I'm going to try something. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try something. Um, I think I have her number of the phone that she's using, and if I do, I'm going to text that number and tell her what's going on. Okay, yeah. But she probably went off, but we'll, whatever. Let's see here. Um. Well, now the ship is going around in circles because she's not at the helm. Oh, no. How are you doing, Deb? Hello. Um, Good. Hold on a second. Let me finish this text. Okay. Can you hear me? I have one of those manual phones where I actually got a... Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, there she is. We were trying yeah. to figure out how Hi, to Deb. text. <laughs> Hello. Did any, Hello. Did any, 
Okay, I just texted you to a phone number that I had for you, and I don't know if it's correct or not. So if you get the text, it says, um, we can hear you, but you can't hear us. (laughs) So everything got recorded. Okay, well, I hung up and and called back in and didn't lose any of you, so there's something really strange going on here because usually I lose everything. So I'm just so glad that you're all okay, and you heard everything, so it recorded it. Oh, that's good. Right, right. No, we got it. Yes, we did hear it. Um, I have have a real quick announcement. Yeah. Um, Sheriff Richard Mack is going to be speaking in my hometown tonight at a local school auditorium. Mm. Oh, good. Ask him the question, why why is he not working with some of the organizations that are working for common law? NLA, the oh, one in the Midwest, I'll tell you what he's doing right now, and I'll tell you why, where their focus is right now. We have a constitutional sheriff running in our county, and what he's doing right now is running around before all the primaries, trying to be supportive in communities where he thinks that there are key positions where sheriffs that are constitutional may be able to be elected. Mm. Cool. That's, I can tell you that I can see from what's happening that that's what the strategy is. Um, I don't know if you know the overall thing, but I believe there's something like 3,015 counties in the United States. 3,310. Okay. I couldn't remember. I knew it was something. Like, I thought it was 2015. Anyway, whatever. Um, 3,310. Let me write that number down because I use it quite a bit. And I'm probably going to use it in a question tonight. If I'm wrong, you can always go on NLA and they'll have it right there on the side. Well, the reason I the reason I thought that I knew is I used to work for a company that did court records research in every county. Mm. So that's why I thought I. But maybe there are more counties now too. Mm. I mean, that's a possibility. Okay. Anyway, so here here's the strategy that I look at. Um, of the total number of counties, something like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving you accurate figures, but I'm going to tell you that it's something like this. Something like in 2006 or 2008, we had 42 constitutional sheriffs. And then in 2010 or 2012, and I guess about half of them come up for re-election every two years. Mm-hmm. So the scattering. Anyway, um, when uh, that occurs, I've got somebody in calling for me, too, so it'll mm-hmm. block out my voice. It's what it'll do. I don't think you guys can hear the beat. <clears throat> anyway, um, okay, let me get my brain on contact because I can't figure out how to reject her. <laughs> okay, done. Done. Okay, now brain starting. Okay, so of the 3,000 whatever, something like six or eight years ago, we had... Um, 42 constitutional sheriffs. Then we had something like 242. Then we had something like 400 and some. And I think mm. it's up to something like 642 as of right now. And primaries are going on in most cities uh, on August 2nd or 3rd, or counties on August 2nd or 3rd that are having them for that particular office of those staggered 50% on 50% off thing. So there's a real crucial thing going on right now um, because, as you know, um, Patricia, or 
wonder Anne. <laughs> we all have our free choice here, but it's hard to remember our free choices. Oh, no. um, <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So anyway, um uh there are are loads of them coming up and to the extent that anyone I, if there are any elections that count anymore, it's only the local ones. Because mm-hmm. in the local ones, it's harder to cheat. Mm-hmm. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Plain and simple. That's all that it is. Doesn't mean it can't be that they, you can't cheat, but you're more likely to be able to monitor what's going on and know that it happens. Um, so I'm hoping that as of this year there will be a strong enough minority that they that they know even more than the powers that were that were know already that they will know even more that they can't do it and what i was going to say a moment ago was i'm sure you know although not everyone on the call probably knows that the what a, what the sheriff of the county is is the, the sheriff is the supreme law of their mm-hmm. uh territory so the sheriff can tell the president to get out. They can tell any of these corporation um, judges, et cetera, to go to hell, and because they are the highest law of the land, and they have been since they were under the king. They are the first level under the king, and because it was always the sheriff that went out. The king sent the sheriff out. They have that power. What has happened is that they've been so indoctrinated by the uh, the the bar attorneys and judges is the fact that they've lost that power and, and knowledge. And that is what MLA has been very heavily campaigning for people to take it to their local sheriffs. Greenville, South Carolina had a runoff, and I think one was a constitution, but we've had the runoff already. We lost a good senator and put in another lawyer. Oh, goody, we're so lucky. But if we actually, actually pushed for the original 13th Amendment, it would empty out all the legislators, absolutely all the legislators, because uh, if they're lawyers. So go ahead, um, Deb. Well, that's it on that part. Um, I, I don't know. We didn't do... Uh, we probably made the original contact, and I know he's uh, speaking, spoke yesterday in a nearby city, so he's making the rounds, doing what he can. And I, I, I can't imagine the strategy not being trying to help assist uh, communities to have enough awareness in those strategic places where it looks like we have a better chance of having a constitutional sheriff in place. Well, God love them. I mean, this is great. I met him here, and he came to um, Little Spartanburg a couple of years, three years ago, maybe. I never met him, but I... uh, Yeah, about three to four. Yeah, but he's been speaking on this topic for approximately 20 years, I think, now, and he's retired. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure that... And I, I, I I remember seeing things where he wasn't... Um, the most charismatic speaker in the world, but then I looked at what I saw probably before, or at least it was an older um, eight-minute clip from him that I saw, and he seemed to me to be a very excellent speaker now. So I don't know if that was my perception or if 
sometimes he was, sometimes he wasn't. That I well, didn't understand get... enough to know. You know, yeah. I, you wonder sometimes when your perception changes. So at any rate, he also wrote a book that people may yeah. be interested in called The County Sheriff of America's Last Hope. I'm sure it's available on Amazon and stuff and through the website, which I can't find right now, but hold on. I know where I have a copy of the website. Because I I've read that book. It's very good. And it explains his whole case. And, and are you aware, Deb, and you may ask him, I believe the judge that told him when they first bought the case, the two sheriffs of the whole country that stood up against that bill that he went to the Supreme Court with, that judge said, you're not going to get it on the argument you're using, but use the Tenth Amendment and you will get farther. That judge was actually assassinated in that shootout that 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 poor senator got hit in the head and had a so, terrible Scalia? brain there. What? Scalia? Scalia or somebody else? I'm sorry? Scalia or somebody else? Are you talking I, about a judge got shot? I'm talking about Mac, Sheriff Mac. The oh, judge that shot? started his case was oh. assassinated in a shootout that looked like they were attacking the senator, but they really wanted to kill that judge because that judge was not, and this is a big not, killing and taking the people's properties in foreclosures. He was he was calling it on the on the lawyers. He wasn't being a good corrupt judge. They got rid of him. Was that Gabby Gifford that they were I think that's who it was. Okay. The one out in uh, wherever Sheriff Max State is. Yeah. Where he started. And it was at a shopping center. How freaky that the judge would have been there. Mm-hmm. It was a setup. You I don't that from the start. I Do you know that. his name? I don't. But ask him tonight if that there was a judge assassinated, a, a killed by the the shooter. It was, it was assassinated as far as I'm concerned. When you kill a judge like that, when it's, the focus is on something else, the, uh, that was an assassination. And uh, But I think it was that Gabby. Now, she's, she and her husband totally came out for turning your guns and gun control. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Gun control. Mm-hmm. That's who it was, and and find out if if that was the judge. I'd be very curious to to find out that I the the byline that I because I looked at when he, they had his funeral. Pardon me, they had his funeral and a lot of information. That's one of the points they brought out, and the other was the fact that the people that were up for foreclosure, he was saving their property, and that's a no no for the bankers. He was assassinated. Good judge. I mean, mm. if he hadn't given, uh, I think if he hadn't given Mac that information, Mac would never have made it to the Supreme Court, and we would have all been under gun control 30, 40 years ago, whenever it was. You know, we are so technically advanced right now, there's no reason to assassinate people. All they'd have to do is wipe their memories. Why do they have to kill them? <laughs> you know, just wipe their memory. 
Well, but, trying, but it's not like, about that. It's about the show. This no. is a show. It is a show, isn't it? It is a show, and it's a show of power, and it's also a show of we can control you assholes no matter what you say. Yeah. And that's really all what it's about. I mean, there's no getting around it. It is about control. And we ain't controlling well. Did you know that? You you ladies just are not getting control. We've got to do more. Yeah, BS. Okay, so I know there's going to be some security there. Yeah. There will be security there. Where where and is this where is this happening? Hillsdale, Michigan. Excuse me? Hillsdale, Michigan. It is the same um oh. place place where we have a college here that's doing a constitution class mm-hmm. online. That people from all over the country probably are participating in the online class. And um they we it's it's got a uh, organization called the Hillsdale Justice Project that has go- been going into court and um, using unconventional means and cha- challenging methodology. Good. Good. Because mm-hmm. what's good. going on is what, it's not necessarily that things are legally being taken from us, they are administratively being taken from us. That's exactly right. We're using administrative law to um, mess with everything. That's exactly right. It's all about administration. That, that's what Rod Class had, had totally pointed out in uh, North Carolina. They hate Rod Class in North Carolina because he has showed exactly everything is administration. Even in D.C. with his case and appeal, he finally just sent out an email today that his case is going to be heard August 10th for a, where he proposed almost a month and a half to two months ago that they drop it because it's all an administrative court. It's not even the right venue. None of it's the right venue. If we drop the ad off of its administration, we can make them bleed. You can minister them? That's what Ministrate. they are. They're minister Ministrate. Ministrate. <laughs> Bleeding? That's called <laughs> Ministrate, isn't it? Oh. oh, well, I spelled it wrong. Oh, well. I thought it was a good joke. <laughs> I did, too. It is good. <laughs> But the, the issue here is that the, the, um, Deb is so right. It's all administration yeah. stuff. Nothing so, is judicial. So I, I have another question that's in another vein. Um, shortly and before you're going to have another call, um, I have to execute a medical power of attorney for someone. Uh-huh. And um, I went to the hospital and got their little standardized forms to look at them. And I wondered if we have been this route before ever on this call and if anyone knows anything that would be helpful. I'm going to appoint one one person as my medical power of attorney and the other person as uh, 
the my medical power of attorney in their stead. But um, and and I didn't see anything that. But it was a cursory, real brief overview, and I haven't looked at it in detail yet. In the hospital version, that looked to me like it overly protected the hospital. Um, it, my issue is more one of informed consent because I'm going to be, even though I'm doing outpatient, like kind of a routine thing, I'm going to be under general anesthesia. So since I'm going to be under general anesthesia, I can't make any other decisions. Correct. What, uh, have you gone on to um, the forms docs for Michigan? No. I went on, a, I had to get a power of attorney. Now, it was a simple power of attorney for uh, my buddy Pat when I went to um, Illinois. And, but it has all these different forms in it. And you may be able to see how it's written for, your, for the state you're in and get, uh, see what they have written. They're under free forms. Pardon me, it's, I think it's freeforms.com, and it has it for all the states. So you could probably find Michigan in there. And then read right. through it and see if it covers most of what you want. And it was basically free. I think I paid $5, and then I got myself hooked into a $35, something like that. So don't do that thing. Just do the little $5. It says free, but nothing's free. You know that. Well, it's probably but, $5 right now and $35 a month. But That's what it is. You know and, what? You know what? My son's a computer hacker. <laughs> he can get he's it. A legal, he's a legal one now. <laughs> but that, that's what he was when he was a kid, and that's what he does for his living now. It's oh, fun. I love it. <laughs> so he's taught me a few things. I know how to do a few things myself. <laughs> there you go. But and and that's a a great point if he's able to get in there. <laughs> well, no, it's not about getting in. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about stealing it. I'm talking about that. I know how to look at it, uh, adapt it in another word document that I've got open right at the moment, and figure out what I want to say for me. Good. That's Good. what I mean. And, but, the, and uh, that's a great but, asset yeah. for you. So you don't have to pay for everything if you can. In fact, it's the same way I do my cooking. I look at three or four recipes, and then I put the book away and figure out what I'm going to do. Make, make what you want, yeah. There right. you go. And, and, and that's, that's kind of why I just needed the simple kind for what I needed it for her and to protect her because I was she was signing some, you know, paperwork over to me, and I didn't want to have that responsibility when I came back. It was just a, a time frame, and you may want to look at that uh, kind of uh, setup for yourself. Right. So, okay. Um, and, and, it's, and, I've got, and it I've is got, a temporary power of attorney. Right. Okay. I got a third issue that's come up in the last week, so I'm going to throw this one out there. Okay. Okay. But um, I think it was got free a, legal. FreeLegalForms.com, I think, is I, I googled it. You know, went over to the start page and did it over there. Okay, third issue that came up. Um, got a friend who got herself in trouble. Shouldn't have because it should have been the other people, not her. But at any rate, she's got two assault charges on her, misdemeanor assault charges on her, because she got pissed off because some people were trying to take some stuff off her property. Yeah. <laughs> 
It should be <laughs> off her property. Right, that's right. So anyway, because she doesn't know how to speak up for herself, she didn't. It, and the case with the right person, had she had representation, but she can't afford it, um, should have been summarily dismissed with the right stuff being said. But of course, she didn't say it, and missed her opportunities to say it. And now she's supposed to go see the uh, prosecuting attorney without, with or without counsel, and she can't afford counsel. And she thought she was asking for counsel, but they're trying to. What they routinely do in our county is require people to talk to the prosecuting attorney without state-appointed counsel, which means that they cut deals with everybody for shit that often they never should have had in the first place. Hmm. Um, and um, I challenged it in the front desk of the district court a couple of days ago. Good. And said, and of course, got nowhere. And, and um, I said, I'm not upset with you because the gal said, Don't get upset with me. I just work there. I'm not upset with you. You just you do just work there. I'm upset with the system, and it's wrong. <laughs> That's right. And she is the epitome of why it's wrong, because she's too stupid to stand up for herself at all. That's right. That's right. And that's why it progresses so easily. And that's why with you giving classes and L.A. giving classes, the people in Colorado giving classes, the people in the Midwest, um, I don't know if they're in Kansas or what, are giving classes. More and more people are getting alert to this. And that is what we have to do. We have to get educated. Our, 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 it is our time. It is our time to be educated. So um, I can only, um, again, this is all about encouragement, getting people to do it. Um, what I would suggest on her property, does she have any money? At, oh, she doesn't have any money. What I would suggest is to get her property out of their clutches, i.e., any property you have a deed where it says you are the tenant in common, the state owns that property. If she can, um, because you're in Michigan, you have needs and bounds. If he, uh, she would be willing to go, now there's a guy in Michigan who does it, and I don't know if he does it correctly, but he charges an awful lot. The fellow that we are using is out in Colorado, and he charges $500 to get you out of the clutches by you getting your alloyal title through the full land patent premise. And it has stopped the property from being stolen for those that do it the correct way. Now, if you're interested, I'll send you that info, that audio so you can listen to it and it's um, and and have or maybe a family member. It's five hundred dollars if you can stop if they because if they can't if that property is free and clear of any debt. They cannot go after her. There's no case. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm suggesting that for people with uh, foreclosures going on, take it away. Take the property away from them. They have no place to go. 
They have absolutely no place to go. And that's all this is about. They're stealing the property. And I don't know if you've all seen the map, where the map is very, very red, pretty much west of Iowa, all the way to the west coast. And all the rest is from the Midwest, say from Iowa, east to the ocean, down to Texas, and uh, just following along uh, the Ohio and Pennsylvania line, if it goes that high, is where everybody's going to be crammed. That leaves three-fourths of our country unoccupied. So that may be their plan. We don't have to agree to it. We can stop having them be owners of those properties. If everybody well, went out and got the um, the actual land patent on their property, this is what it does. The land patent will have you as the sole owner for perpetuity, and it can only be sold to another person without a bank. So it's owner financing. And, and any debt you have on it, any mortgage, totally paid off. They cannot go after you. And it's off the record. They purposely did that in 1933 to everybody because of the bankruptcy and control. We do not need to be controlled. We have ways out. Let's use them. And if, and if the person doesn't want to do it, then say, you're going to suffer the, the consequences. You are the chattel. Do and that's have, really how you have to talk to them. Do you have a, you know, I know the essence of the feeling and what it means underneath everything. And um, basically um, what we're doing is standing in our own power. No matter right. what we're, No matter what words we use. However, it helps if you are able to um, have the language um, in your mind and in your heart well enough that you really don't have to um, know whether you're saying the right thing or not and whether you're going to legally trip yourself up because it seems so damn tricky. Um But most of us don't have the time or the inclination to become as adept at learning law as people like you have. How can we get an easier way to get the basic education we need or have the access to what we need to look up right whenever it happens that we need it so that we don't have to all become 20-year experts on having studied this stuff. It's all available 
there's so much out on the internet today that if the person isn't even willing to look there, there's no way you can help them. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying how could we kind of figure out how to package the most essential information? Well, this so is this is why I'm learn what they need to learn. Um, you know, without you know, not everybody can do all of the things that you're trying to do here. I I I can only look look at a certain number of two hour YouTube videos. I can't fit any more in. Yeah, I understand. You know, I want the knowledge. I want the knowledge, but I've got to figure out a condensed way to get what I am lacking. And I think that's true for most of us. Well, and I'm what I'm gonna say is really the heart of what you're 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 working at. We have all attempted different MOs, different modus operandi to get around it by the knowledge we've learned, they change it. So no matter what we're doing, we're always gonna be behind the eight ball. So what I'm I would recommend is that what your basis is and what I'm finding out through a lot of the other reading I'm doing is that the um, um, the courts are non-judicial no matter what. No matter what. They are totally non-judicial. They are, uh, they, pardon me, They are uh, not the. um, They are non-judicial. Yes, but we we've not always been able to steadily verify that. But what they we can verify their jurisdiction is not theirs. They are totally have no jurisdiction over any of us. And the easiest way, and it takes some time is to get yourself out of the system. And that would actually teach you the different ways that you need to be taught. Well, that's exactly why a couple of weeks, I couldn't be on the call that particular week, but a couple of weeks ago you sent out a link that finally had a free version of the two-hour Michael Tellinger video. Right. And um, I knew that I wanted to learn more about Ubuntu and I knew I didn't want to have to spend money to do it yet. <laughs> right, doesn't right. Mean, doesn't might mean that I might not be willing to at some point in the future, but I wasn't there yet. And um, um, I don't know what kind of discussion about Ubuntu or discussions about Ubuntu you've had on this call in the past, because I'm not only here once in a while. Well, but, did you do uh, – last week we had Michael Tellinger uh, – a discussion with uh, Colin. So if you want to listen right, to that, that call. What? Right. Um, I'll see if I can. My my chances aren't high of going back in the past. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's tough. I I totally <laughs> dig it. It's tough. Yeah, I mean. So, I, um, I'm also, I also feel responsible for what I consider to be a type of wide scope accounting in that, that I think um, – that I need to be aware of everything, little, 
pattern that's going on every day doesn't mean I read every article or listen to everything that comes my way because that would be impossible. But it does mean that I read a lot of headlines Mm -hmm. and a lot of first sentences and, and see if there's more or not or whether it deserves my attention. Correct. You're an outliner. You just kind of out. Well, you know, and it's it's also a way to fill in the puzzle pieces. I like it. I like that. You know, if you don't do that, you have all these blanks in the puzzle, like, what the hell are they doing or what the... And maybe it doesn't matter what the hell they're doing. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, you know, if our language does create, that's why I use the phrase, powers, PTW is what I call them, powers that were. Mhm. Ah. And um, and and if that's true, then what we lack is something better than all of our little individual efforts. I'm trying to do this here, and I'm trying to do that. How could we do it so that we make a difference all together somehow? If we could just disbar all the attorneys by claiming they're illegal. But that that what if nobody went to them anymore? Because they mm-hmm. started to understand instead of stand under. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, most of us can't it, stand under anyway because we don't have money to pay for a lawyer. So this is, you know, and um, the public pretender you know, isn't going to do anything. If we knew how to, to do more in terms of not just standing up for ourselves, and I'm not talking about just the legal system. I mean, it's just one piece of the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the economic system, the political system, the school systems, the religious systems, all of the systems, all the systems. have uh, contributed to this horrendous problem. And beating them up anymore doesn't even matter. It's like, what else are we going to do? We've got to figure out what we're going to do. And that's a great point because it gets to the crooks of what it is we have to do. And so often, that's the point that's overlooked by most people. That Unfortunately I have for to us. Do something, isn't, isn't the government going to save my ass? No, honey, the government wants your ass in the ground. Get it straight. And fortunately for us, all the shenanigans going on right now in the government are so outlandish that even the the less awake of all are going, what? Thank you. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's so blatant. And I, I heard an argument. I, I, I'll just finish this up for you, Deb. I heard an argument the other day with these um, two um, online radio guys, and they were saying, or maybe it was even... Um, no, it wasn't. Uh, I was thinking it was um, uh, Ike, but it, it was these two guys saying these echelons of power are really old now. And because they're really old, they're making some snap judgments that they wouldn't have made when they were younger. And some of them are backfiring on them because they don't understand the electronics of it. They don't understand some of the other stuff about it. And um, it's backfiring a, a lot more often 
than they're wanting it to. And that's why more people are getting the message. Wow, and I, what are they I doing? Think, I really think by not charging Hillary, they just opened up a can of worms. Oh, yeah. Well, my paper says the State Department is going after her now. I don't, I don't know, but... No, nobody will go after her. Actually, it's a great move. And what Deb said is the correct move. Mm-hmm. Do your locals. The local is all you can control. That's a corporation. It's a business. They are not in there for us and never have been because they're a corporation. But your local corporations, you can do much more power structuring than you ever can at the national because they've known since the 90s. I've read many articles of speakers back in the 90s talking about the blatantness and the major possibilities of fraud with electronic machines. And we have it today. Nothing on the national level is is true as far as I'm concerned. On the local, what Deb said is correct. You know how it is. We had a gal here. When, remember when I was fighting so hard for the swim center to keep it open and everything? Yes, yes. The gal who turned her vote was up for election that year. Now, she is a black lady. I am not saying this is a racial issue. She was a black lady, alderman, I'm going to call her, for her black neighborhood. Uh And she screwed her black people. They voted her out. That's what grassroots can do. That happened in New Jersey. The people voted out the corruptors. That's happened many places that we never hear of because the the media won't say it, but it's up to our the emailers to send it out. We turned it over. We got rid of these guys. We got we have a guy from a patriot group. Now I'm not enamored with the Patriot group that I'm talking of because their leader is a dictator as far as I'm concerned, but that's my opinion. And um, she, <clears throat> he ran against a, and I don't remember if it was a senator or a representative, in the primary, and he went door-to-door. He did the old-time politicking, went door-to-door, handed out papers, put himself out there, didn't hide behind his good looks or anything. He's a nice-looking kid, and um, and he's very religious. I mean, every other word, but that's fine. He came from an area where that is very potent, and he beat the guy. He beat the incumbent in the primary, and he's uncontested in the final. So it's possible at the grassroots to do it. I just don't know. He gets what he's studying to be a lawyer. I guess they don't hear themselves, but that's okay. I'm I'm totally fine. <laughs> that's okay if he doesn't make any attempt to to pass the bar. Yes, if he if he does the law to learn what the law's crap is. 
and never goes to the bar, I'm form. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally form. But otherwise, you know, if he goes to the bar and 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 does that, he's betrayed his people. He's betrayed the, the constituents. That's that's you know we won't know until he finishes his schooling. So it's an interesting thing. But it's it, you're absolutely right, Deb. Grassroots win. Now, also, have you seen a more recent version of something sent out by Cobra a couple of years ago? That was on how to, um, let me close the door because the neighbor's dog won't stop barking because I'm talking. Big dog, it sounds like. (laughs) He is. He doesn't like me talking in his face. (laughs) I guess not. I told you that. (laughs) (laughs) That was bless you. He said bless you. All right. Anyway, um, they put out a new version. of uh, it's called the event plan, and I just picked it out two days ago. I think it was, I don't know about a week ago because I emailed it to some people, um, and it's kind of an updated version of a way to get your community organized if the shit hits the fan. And um, it has two parts to it. The event plan is eight pages long, and it is for uh, people like us who understand some of the whole picture, but not many of the people like us on this particular call, at least, are locally connected well enough to know what to do with this locally. Then they also have a community leaders point, uh, uh, paper that is four pages long that is a letter to the community leaders that it asks you to um, read this portion first. Have you seen the new one, or did you ever see anything like this? Well, we have on NLA, we're doing the Committee of Safety program, which this sounds very similar. And uh, it is, they are attempting to do it across the, the, commu- the counties so that people will get involved and how they can get involved and what it means to be involved. And the committee, community, the committee of safety isn't um, a means for the people to start really, to me, it means going to your council meetings, learning what they're really doing in your council meetings, and yeah, be there no. to say no. No, I wasn't referring to that. That's more of a... Um Stopping being one of the sheeple positions um, is the way I would describe what you just said, and I think we're we've been trying to be to stop that, but and then how to get involved in your local community as one of those. But this is different. Um, let me read just the first paragraph, the first paragraph and the first sentence of uh, the letter that is supposed to go out to the community leaders. It says, "Dear community leaders." You have been given this brief so that you may understand what is happening now in regard to the closure of the banking system. We hope you will help maintain the calm and peace of your community during this short period of change. We also will encourage you to support those in positions of responsibility to help maintain the status quo in regard to the vital necessities in your local community. We are hoping that food, water, electricity, internet, 
gasoline transportation and phone service will not be disrupted during this banking system changeover. So that's what the purpose of this was. Now, the other part that I was telling you about, which was the event plan, is um, for people who live in a given area to kind of come up with their own local um, committee of people who are somewhat in the know. And that becomes very hard when it's hard to even come up with a national committee of people in the know. But anyway. What's well, that, that's that why. We, but see, the Committee of Safety was done back in the colonial time for just that purpose of what okay, you're talking all right. about. Well, that's great. That's great. I didn't understand that. Yeah, that's um, all this is about. I, I take it a step farther because most people don't even know that they should be aware of what's going on in their city council. And that is why you're bringing this issue up. Because the city council should be aware of it. The shoulda, woulda, couldas of life. And they, they purposely gloss over them because they believe they're protected. No, you're not protected at all. You're not protected any more than the people are. And that is why it's important that we all work together and are doing what you're suggesting because this is so important for people to know that the floor will not drop out if this BS hits the fan. And that's exactly where we are. Okay, Attempted so. control of where the the shit's going to hit the fan and you all is going to be the loser. No, ma'am. We're all going to be losers. Okay. Well, um, now the beginning of the other... Um, eight-page document that would go out to the people who are not necessarily the, the key community people, but people like us who sort of can see what's going on and can see that something needs to happen. It starts out like this. It's called a plan to maintain the safety and well-being of the populace during the financial reset. This is a unique plan that my Intel operative COBRA mm-hmm. asked me to put together or www.prepareforchange.net. So I think you can find all this stuff there. Okay. It originally was intended to be specific to me, given the industry I am in, but I have broadened the scope to generalize it. My hope is that others so inclined can attempt their own variations regardless of where they live in their personal circumstances. The primary goal of this document is to try and work with the existing corporate power structures to create a way to quickly network across cities, states, regions, and even countries such that we can deal promptly and ethically with the most pressing issues. Note, the end of this document will go in a direction that may be surprising, but is of utmost importance before we as humans get to work. Given my experience, as well as that of others within corporate hierarchies, it seems apparent that within any corporation, company, or nonprofit entity, that there are people who have connections and or memberships in various affinity groups, trade unions, professional accreditation organizations, and even involvement with local politics or community organizations, such as local chambers of commerce. These need to be leveraged immediately 
so as many people can be brought together as possible to quickly address the immediate challenges. Then it tells you to go to the other document, which I'm not going to deal with that. It has a, a Maslow's hierarchy of need pyramid on it and stuff. Then it has a section that says the event, zero to three hours in. Note that in my scenario, assumes the start to be between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time because the vast majority of arrests within the United States will be taking place in New York City and Washington, D.C. I anticipate other major activity centers be London, Rome, Paris, Brussels, and Zurich, but this is only an educated guess on my part. Then they have several more paragraphs. Um, they are trying to make it be grave, uh, have a, they're suggesting you have a community meeting where you present this stuff. Then um, the event three to 24 hours in, um, call people and coordinate and figure out some guidelines to establish and the best people to contact initially and stuff. Then they talk about the section of the event that is seven, 24 to 72 hours in. And uh, then they talk about problem solving on a scale never before attempted. Interesting, because then they what... talk about... Go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. In light of the disclosures, a plea for civility, patience, and understanding. So they're saying that some people are going to be so shocked by all the disclosures that are going to happen, that they really will act kind of crazy. So Absolutely. it's our job to help restore sanity. You see, and, and also another thing that's happened to me recently, um, a couple of years ago, I started to write a book called Hooked on Happiness. And I'm not done with it yet. I got, a, got it about a third done. And the first part of the book is called Getting Unhooked from Sadness. Um, and the other parts of the book I could I could probably almost finish, but I was shy on the relationship end because I hadn't been in one for a long time. I am now and have been for a year and a half. And then the other thing is that I had um, a preface to, not the preface, but the introduction to this book was going to be called What's Wrong with Mental Health in America? And it took me 17 months to figure it out. What's wrong with mental health in America is that the entire system is crazy and we are trying to pretend it isn't and that right. pretending it isn't is what's making everyone crazy. That's right. You know, uh, we people don't know who they are. They are pretending black is white and white is black and everything's upside mm -hmm. down. You know, so because what is wrong is legal and what is right is illegal yeah. often mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, it, it does make people crazy. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. um, the only way you can maintain your sanity is to disconnect from it a certain amount and then find ways to communicate with people who can understand where you're coming from. Well, and, and the that's, only that's reaction right, because is to that's something exactly about what it. I'm... Wow, go right. ahead. Go ahead, honey. Right, and most people have chosen to medicate themselves or mm -hmm. in some way pretend that the insanity is not there. That's what autism is. It's that's repetitious right. behavior. So you don't have human connection because you've been treated so inhumanely that you had to do a, a mental disconnect. And the, the next step on that is that they turn and love their abuser. That is a very psychological way 
that's what happened to that, uh, um, uh, what was it, Hirsch or Herschel or the gal out in California. She ended up loving her abusers that kidnapped her. Her father was a great publishing guy. And, Howdy, Hirsch. Uh, thank you, Hertz. And she uh, loved her abusers. Charles Manson. That is exactly the next step in this prodigy. Wasn't it Charles Manson? Uh, I don't know if it was the Manson group or another group, but they were were some kind of... um, some crappy hero stuff, whatever it was. But she got totally wrapped up in it. But that, what you're reading is exactly giving and telling what is the psychological warfare that's been going on for us because what is that thing that Ike always says, um, situation, um, upset, and then solution. And um, it is very much where we are now. Play both sides against the middle. That's exactly part of it. But the the end result is the demise of all people. It is the only way they can do human control. The only way that they can actually get rid of the uh, human um, side of any of this. And that's where they are going and what they want to do with it. So uh, everything that you're talking about is absolutely spot on. And uh, this is good. This is real good. Can you send me that information that you're reading? I will will just send it to you as a... I will send it to you as a reply to one of the no. things you send out. But I'll just do a Am I off again? You. Can you hear me? But I can't hear you guys. We can hear you. That's the craziest thing. Kansas hung up. Kansas, you were barely on. Anyway, I will try to do it. I hope that's low light. Okay, to I'm going to dial back in, guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I may still be here by the time she gets back. Can you hear me again? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Can you hear yeah, us? Right, cool. Yeah, I can hear you now. I okay. just does that. <laughs> but at least I'm not losing the, the recording, and that's what I'm hoping we're still on recording because you guys are on here. So this is happening good. on a lot of calls, you guys. That people yeah. drop out like yeah. that? Anyway, yeah. I'm still here. Um, yeah, so, good. yes, I will send that to you. Um, I had 
intended to do more before this Friday was over on some other things, but I just didn't get it all done. I'll try it. And, and if I don't, and if you think of it, remind me. <laughs> I you <will. laughs> but, but, you um, must have a gift of a man if you've only been in a relation for a year and a half, and you're doing all this work, and he's putting up with it. I love it. <laughs> well, he doesn't know how to function with it, but and then and then I am in over my head, and I got a lot to do in the next couple of weeks. So I'm not staying with any, and I, I'm I'm helping do a wedding Saturday, and uh, oh, let me wow. think what. Oh, and and then and then you know, of course, I'm going to the sheriff's next thing tonight. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, and and I kind of consider myself to be in a position of being somewhat of a community master planner, and uh, no one knows it but me. <laughs> but I know well, it. <laughs> no, I know it too because the only the only people on this planet right now were the best manifestors there ever was. Were all of us? We just don't know it yet, and you're showing it, and I applaud you. <laughs> That's great. That's a great point um, that you're bringing up, Patty, because what you're doing is creating ripples, and the ripples are what are creating the actions that you're getting, and that's what we have to do. So keep up the ripples, girlfriend. Hey, it's that ruffles have ridges. There you go. Yeah, then I can think of because that's what came to mind when you said that. We're ruffling the ridges. <laughs> well, that's why I think a lot of of what any of us are doing is creating that um, action. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wish I could remember how um, um, Ike always said it, you know, in the sense of, Situation, uh, turmoil. Problem, that, problem, problem, something, solution. I've got the... There, there problem, it is. You've got half of it. I, got, I, I don't have the middle word. No, Somebody give me the middle good. word. Problem, yeah, problem reaction, reaction solution. solution. Got it. There it is. There it is. PRS. Hey, hello. Yeah. Hello, is that you... My goodness! Hello, Jerry. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. I oh. had to have Gerald dial this for me. I dialed you twice, oh. and they said I had a wrong number, so I called Lola to find out, and she said, "No, your number is right." And then I called you again, and I got a problem calling it. So I called Lola back. I said, would you see if you can get it? And And here we are. (laughs) I got it, but she said, I just hung up again because I can't go on the call. But So Gerald said he would try it, and he got you. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Was Lola that that Kansas flash that you saw? Yeah, that was the Kansas one, yeah. All right. She signed um, in. <laughs> pardon me? Yeah, she did. We, we, go ahead, Patty. She, Wonder Ann mentioned that somebody from Kansas came in and then dropped right out. So that yeah, was Bola. She, la, 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 la. With, uh, 
but she said the number's right. I said, well, definitely there's something wrong with me. I find too many problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who's all on the call? There you go. Colin, you were going to yeah. say something? Yeah. Uh, what uh, she's, Jerry's describing is happening on all the free conference services, and it's the fan club. Trying to disrupt uh, are you hearing that, Jerry? It's a, it's an actual uh, problem with a lot of the programs that are going on that they're giving uh, they're they're doing interference. You may be dialing it perfectly fine, and oh. uh, and it's it's giving you the 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 berries as we used to say. Okay. Well, I hope. I hope I'm doing it right because, yeah. you know, with having a stroke, a lot of things that have come hard for me, and it starts beginning to feel like there's really something terribly wrong with me when I think I'm doing things right and they turn out wrong. <laughs> so Gerald dialed the phone for you and got through. Yeah, let well, me let you, you say hello to him, Gerald. Uh, hey, Gerald, welcome aboard. Thank you for getting the two of you here. Well, that's what I'm here for is to help her. Uh, yeah, you are one soul the, together, you are. Yeah. That's, that's one that's soul part. united. I sure don't let them sit around with nothing to do. <laughs> That's a lonely girlfriend. Crack that whip. Crack that whip. <laughs> Make that guy poke that pill. <laughs> so, Colin, you're on. You lay it on the table so you can talk without losing her. Okay. Who, who else is on? Well, we've got uh, uh, Deb from Michigan, we got Elaine in um, New Mexico, and we've got Patty up in Wisconsin. Washington. We, Washington. Um, it starts with a W. <laughs> and so... <laughs> and Colin in Nevada, and I'm in Spartanburg, so we're, we're all doing that for you. Spartanburg. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh, I want to try to get a hold of Elaine because I want to try to get a hold of her book that she's got on the computer. Oh, Elaine, are you listening? So, uh... yeah, um, wonder if she'll if you send me your email. Wonder if you can send me her email. I'll, I would uh, definitely do that. If she yeah, does, she I, will. I just want to buy it. From you as Elaine. Oh, uh, you want to buy it from me? It's sold on Amazon or Ex Libris or Barnes and Noble, but it's expensive that way. Do you know how to download a PDF? I'll send you the PDF for free. No, I. That's the problem. I have a lot of problems even with my email. Well, I oh. have one copy here at home that I'll sell you for like fifteen dollars, 
And, okay. and if you'll do that, it's sold in, in Amazon for, I think it is 25 or 28, and it's Libras for 40. So wonder if you'll oh. give her my email. I will. Uh, somewhere like that so we can correspond. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need, we want all of the connections made. So this is wonderful, 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 wonderful. If We're so buy glad it, to hear you. Elaine, if they buy it from Amazon, you do you get any money? I get a, a royalty check at the end of the year. Oh. Yeah, it's just a small amount. Yeah, yeah it's usually like maybe $28. Wow. I just did the book to help people. It mm-hmm. wasn't really for money. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a book on Amazon. That's how, hello, who's home here? <laughs> yeah. So you should be telling us what the book is about. So that's good. What is the name of the book? I have her phone number somewhere in my my book. Oh. Well, she's moved up. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jerry, she's moved. She's down in New Mexico. She's yeah. not out in California anymore. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Good Probably. morning, everyone. Well, Who's all this? this is Donaldson. How you doing? Yeah. Hang on. Jerry's in from Iowa. She's. It's hard for her to talk. Go ahead. No, I hear. I, I know. I've been listening. I always have enjoyed Elaine. Whatever message she gave to anything, I always enjoyed hearing what she had to say. Great. Yeah. She gets to the point, and that's a good, that's a good. And she helps with a lot of medical advice, too, like, you know, like health advice. She's very smart. Absolutely. Absolutely. good. Well, Patty's crying. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't even know. You know, we need to know. <laughs> Never cry. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with you. That's a, a normal emotion. That's good. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. We are here to support our foot down. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with you, per se, Patty. Okay? But uh, hold on. I'm on a jet plane. Uh, this is Donaldson yeah. taking off in San Francisco for the analysis of a lifetime. Um, <laughs> so, what? I, I was, oh yeah, just chiming in here that the technology, right, of of medical services available today is so so um, so you know prolific that I think that we're, you know this woman who I've never met before who's on the phone and has had a stroke is is going to benefit quite a bit from that and and that's really awesome that is awesome so the connections are being made like wonder said and uh wow this is cool wow. uh Donaldson the young lady that is talking from Iowa is 82 years young I'm 84 she... oh my god <laughs> Uh, 84 years young, and she went in for a simple little heart thing. And she has been suffering under their medication since then. This was a very healthy woman who took care of herself and did wonderful. She hung papers 
Uh, weren't you hanging wallpaper the day before you went in? I mean, give me a break. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think well, I'm of doing going out and mowing lawn. But painting is my house now. All right. You're painting it? <laughs> you are my kick. You are my kick. Yeah. I'm doing some painting, just brightening things up a little. Getting all spruced, huh? You are just a kick and a half. My favorite Iowanian. <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear you and Gerald again. Oh, Gerald, yeah. what are you doing? Are you skateboarding yet? I'll have to tell you about Gerald. I, I think I already told you that. You know, he had a pacemaker put in right. a week after my surgery. Right. And, and so uh, he's on medication, Coumadin, and I don't know, two other uh, blood pressure is always good. He Quit all of them cold turkey. Good for, Good for him. All right. Well, you know, we go down the basement. We we mostly live down the basement. So <laughs> he'll make about three steps up the stairs and he would get busy. And he would get short of breath. So he would sit down on the steps and eventually get upstairs. And he just said, well, I'm not doing this anymore. This medicine, which he has some swear words in there about (laughs) medicine. (laughs) He said, I'm not going to feel like this. And, of course, the family is all upset, and I have one daughter that's pretty involved with the medical field. She has a job with a school that trains doctors here, so, you know, she's into getting you to the doctor real quick. Mm -hmm. And... So she goes with an appointment to his heart doctor, and the heart doctor says, you have to take your medicine. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. But you're not going to get by without taking your medicine. And he was talking to him about would you take would you consider taking it again if I measured out a program that would be you know not as much well I don't know what he was doing. but Gerald wasn't getting it, and I said to him, Gerald, what he's telling you, will you take it if he reorders it for you in a different way. He said, no, I don't want anything to do with it anymore. 
he said, I might just as well die when it happened because I don't want to feel like this. Okay, well, doctor keeps it all on his record, you know. They've got a place now when you go to the doctor. You call Unity Point and every doctor that's seen you that's had anything to say about you is all on your report. So anyway, that's the way it is. And that's not, he said, I that, want to see you back in, mm-hmm. three in three months was just the early part of this week. And he went back, and story is the same. He's not taken any medicine at all. Good. Good for him. Good. And so he's proven to them he doesn't need it. His heart checks out just fine. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't really know what to tell you to do because... You're doing fine without your medicine, and you don't want to take your medicine, so I don't know. He made another appointment for him to come back in November. Oh, wow. The doctor that leaves Iowa every winter to go to Arizona. On your money. What? <laughs> 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 I'm so a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys are doing good. Now he calls me. i got to get you off of that damn medication. That's right. Well, we may have the solution for you and Gerald. It, it, all of us on this call and throughout the United States are starving to death. Remember in Auntie Maine when Auntie Maine said everybody is at a banquet, a buffet, and they are starving to death because they do not know how to feed themselves. And next Friday, we are going to have a speaker who is going to be talking exactly on that issue. And I would love to have you and Gerald come on because I think this is going to be the way we can actually help each other to be healthy again because uh, Donaldson doesn't know you but we know how healthy you were we know how energetic this woman has papered and painted whole houses by herself in early 80s late 70s this is not a woman who has sat in a chair and rocked her way into sickness. (laughs) We are looking at a very healthy, dynamic woman, and her husband has ear problems because of our wonderful military. He got deaf in the military, kind of like what Colin has taught us, that he got deaf in the military. They didn't wear earmuffs in those days. I call them earmuffs. And it, it behooves us to know the whys and not keep putting the Band-Aid on it. What your doctor was saying, the Band-Aid didn't work, Gerald's did. 
Gerald has the intention of staying well and being there with Jerry so the two of them can help each other. That's true partnership. Amen. Amen. I'm, you're my you're my idols, and I'm I'm just so pleased to hear you. I always think of you. I keep sending you emails, so you know you're always on our list. So, uh, and if you can't read them, that's all right. The intention's getting out there. <laughs> yep. Quick point of interest, though. I want to mention this, and this is this Donaldson. I just wanted to say that um, I, um, whoever you are, uh, you know, if you take the na- the homeopathic route. Or she remedy. Did. If that's what I'm saying is because you're taking the homeopathic remedy, both of you, the two of you, uh, it's good. It's better than having. It's better than taking, you know, nothing at all. Okay. But but if you don't take homeopathic, don't take nothing. You see what I'm saying? Don't be like Bob Marley where you get cancer and you die because you just refuse service altogether. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she is into holistic healing more than you'll ever know. You're She's back on all your supplements years. and stuff, aren't you, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, and you want, yep. She wants to get off so she can get on. You, if she's taking Coumadin, she can't get on some of her supplements. Well, well the, the oh, stuff oh, works, it, go, go ahead. Yes, if you take Coumadin, don't take things that are good for you, like vitamin K. Yeah. <laughs> or don't take um, vitamin D. Mm-mm. You would get oh, well. We don't want that. Oh, oh did I say oh, that? Those are things you need. So I'm giving Gerald some vitamin K because he doesn't take Coumadin. I take Coumadin, so I'm a little concerned about taking vitamin K, but I I think I still should have it. Yep. And vitamin D also. Yep. Now, Gerald, Gerald says there's something wrong with them making a drug for you to take when in taking that drug, it's going to be bad for you to take a drug that you should be having. There eat, you a go. Food. eat a food you oh, should be eating. They've, they've worked this out long ago, how to figure out to slowly kill people, which is the whole plan. That's right. It started 25,000 years ago. Yep. And we're just so, now escaping. Well, escaping or not escaping, the point is getting the reality of it. Right. And the more you get the reality of it, the more it is to your advantage to be out of it. Because what what Donaldson's saying, what all of us are saying is we are responsible for our health. Not them out there. This is why uh, Deb and all the rest of the people, because Deb Deb had to go, but Deb was so very, 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 she was at the door of death. And she, did I drop? No. No. Um, Okay. No, you're here. I heard a little beep here sometimes. That's an indication. She was so dead, so at death's door. And our group, there were about, about 10 of us, 
We just all kept putting out positive energy. She's getting well. She's going to get well. She's getting better. She's doing this. And it took us, what was it, Patty, about a month, or I, I don't know, Orpah's not on, but, or Colin, you were there. It took us, I think, a month of just putting positive energy out, positive energy out. And that girl has come back. She, she told us what she went through. It was amazing, absolutely amazing what she's gone through to be able to be talking to us today. And that's, yeah. that's cool. what this is all about. I said cool. Yeah. It's about all of us Where helping each other. Where is Patty living now? Patty? Yeah. Is, is living in a tuna fish can yeah. in a trailer park. <laughs> hey, I, I, I knew you were in a trailer park. I'm in the same park. place. I'm in the same oh. place. Good, good. The wind... The wind tried to blow the trailer over earlier this year. It ripped part of the siding off, but there's no funding. I, I'm i doing just fine, though. I am doing one. Oh, I got your mail, Wonderan. And all, oh, I know how, all I know how to do is make water so far, and I've had made three gallons of water. And, you know, in Keep the morning, it. I'm going to drink it, but I, I notice that a whole bunch of bubbles get around that tube. But nothing's getting into it. And I Carol was, makes water also. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I have to send you a packet, Jerry, for yes. you and Gerald. It's a, it's a cash healing packet that I'm sending out. I sent them out to, uh, Orpha's got one. Um, uh, what's your face? Uh, Deb Clintina. up in Pennsylvania. Clintina and Patty have them. They're my guinea pigs for what I'm doing of Kesha's material. Again, it's interpretation. But that's interesting. You're getting air bubbles outside but not inside the vial. That's good. Okay. And it just looks like different water. I can just tell. And it tastes different. Well, I'm putting a little bit of lemon juice or the um, tangerine juice or something in it, too. That's right. Then I can drink a whole gallon in a day. Working real hard on that. I'm not a water drinker either, and I yeah. need to drink water. And that's well, exactly right. I, I have taken an ionite and an ironite, two different things. And this Fred Kaufman has a program on Tuesdays. So I'll have to find out and give you the information. But it's amazing how many people have been helped. He he expects, you know, for you to use good water. Oh, absolutely. Uh, It has a mineral, liquid mineral, to drop in it called ionite. And he said, I don't know what it is. It's almost like a miracle's helping to people for the way they've gotten healings from things. And all I can say is the fact that you cannot live without minerals and you cannot live without water. And then recently when I mentioned that to 
someone when we were having a little family gathering, they said, and you cannot live without love. I said, yeah, that's so true. Uh So there you have it. Thank you. Love, minerals, water, all good. All what your body needs. Well, the other side of it, too, is that so often we are all, we are being stressed with we have to have more, we have to have more. Well, sometimes it isn't more, it's better. Right. It's, it's having better water, having better um, means of uh, actually getting through this. Because so often what really is going on is we are not getting nutrition. We are starving to death. And our um, speaker next week, uh, Jerry and Gerald and, and uh, Donaldson at 9 o'clock is going to be speaking about a, a purple rice. Now that sounds like, oh, my God, can that be awful to eat? Well, it's, you're not going to get rice. You're getting the very, very, very finest micron size of the rice. And it is uh, grown in Thailand in an area where there has been no physical chemical put on the property. Someone asked me, how can you guarantee the air chemicals? I don't know. But the ground has never had chemicals on it. So they carry it out by mule. It's not by truck. No no vehicle can come near it. So the mules bring it out of the mountains where it is grown. Wow. And in today's in today's environment that's like they're that archaic. Well, we have to be almost in today's Insanity. We just about have to be. Uh-huh. That's a such okay. a great point, Wonder. Thank you for that. So yeah. nine o'clock next Friday, you're having yeah. a speaker. Is that yep. nine o'clock Eastern? Correct. Yeah. It'll be what is that? Eight o'clock your time, Midwest time. Or are um, you on mountain? Are you mountain out that where you are? No, I'm central. Okay, so it'll be 8 o'clock for you, the same as Orpha. Okay. Yeah. What's up, Patty? It's 6 o'clock for us, Donaldson. Yeah, Donaldson, it's 6 for you. <laughs> so, so, uh, let me ask you this. Are you saying I have a meeting? We always start at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so you know what? I'm sorry, I got confused there. Yeah, I uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm I'm actually three hours ahead um, behind you guys. So when I when I it's, it was 7:11 when I called you this yeah, morning. Yeah, no, you're always an hour late. And, yeah. and what state are you in? Oh, uh, I'm in I'm in uh, California, okay. the territory known as California. Is it raining? Is it raining in California? It is. It's raining in San Francisco. Okay. I I thought we had all the rain right now. (laughs) We'll send it your way, you guys. We've got to push it over to them, Donaldson. 
Yeah, because we are in drought here in Spartanburg, and uh, we had, it was so funny yesterday, you'll get a kick out of this. Yesterday, um, we were racing over to the UPS store, and um, we, we, I got there on my moped. The other people hadn't quite arrived, and just as I arrived, I was just getting a few little drops on me. And by the time I pulled up to the door to the UPS place, it got a little heavier. And by the time I stopped, it was pouring, and I'm trying to put my cover on, and I'm trying to get this on, and I'm trying to get the other thing on. And, and I got so drenched, and my cover kept coming off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was a comedy skit. It was you, a comedy Were you going skit. quack, 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 quack? <laughs> Was that this last week? Oh, my God. You know what, Wonder? The same energy. I've been experiencing the same type of thing out here. Where where normally I would be on point, moving smoothly, right? Like, it's like, why is this? What the heck? Why am I fumbling? What's up with this fumbling? You know what I mean? Oh, it's so funny. I just, I think it's a totally energetic thing, you know? Yeah, and it might be. and And it's all about... How the um, whatever the energy is around us, we're either soaking it up or pushing it off. But it was funny because I turned around and there was my cover on my moped flying up, so I had to go back onto the into my little bucket and get out the bungee cords, get it all bungeed up, and I got back got back in there, and then the rain stopped. <laughs> That's what I did. I'm soaking wet, and everything about me is wet. So we could finish with part of our business, and um, I had to run to the uh, my uh, chiropractor. So I'm gonna hop back on the old moped. Well, I stood there and I put my rain gear on. You know, you have to be prepared for any rain. So I put it all on, got it all on, got on the road, and got out of there and. Went through all my business, got all the way home, and I never had to use my rain gear again. Oh, good. <laughs> so, are you are you still in school? I I graduated. I graduated May fifth, but I I am back in school because I failed a class, Jerry. Yes, I got an F in a class. Uh-oh. When I was taking the class, the uh, the teacher sent me a grade, and I said. What's 59.5? And she said, that's your grade. I said, what is it? And so, because I've never failed a class in my life. And so, uh, finally, I, I, they have a grade book thing here. And when I opened it up for that course, her F was like three inches tall, two inches wide. And I go, oh, that's what 59.5 means. I flunked. Well, I can't graduate from school and get my certificate until I take that class again. So in some, I'm in summer school taking the class again. I've got a straight A in it, and it's like that's what I get, a straight A's or a B. I had, I had a, a 3.87 grade point, so and a failure didn't make sense to me. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're an electrician, aren't you? What was that? Electrician. Yeah, yeah, you remember. 
Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> she can screw anything up or screw anything down. She is the yeah, best electrician in town. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that she's already screwed me up. I heard she was a psychologist. <laughs> How can I screw you up? You're so far away. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I heard you were a psychologist, too. No, no, that's not what I are. But that's we all have our... Different things we've had to learn through the ages. I'm going to tell her secret. She is. I'm going to tell her secret. She is a Martian. A Martian. There you go. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. 45. I could be a Martian. (laughs) But the, the, the biggest thing is that so much of what we learn is through our experience. And you can't get a job without experience. So I've I've used that knowledge uh, two times, actually. The purpose I went to school was to pass the ham radio test and to learn an alternative energy. I've got the alternative energy working out here in my house, and it's still flowing. So I've got it right. It's just not doing it fast enough. So I have to get back into cash and find out what is uh, the added stuff that people have had to put on. I, I want to build a second one, but I have to do that well, starting next month for money. Watch, watch and, some of the goofy... Mi- I'll send you some um, videos. I think I sent you one already of some of my goofy friends overseas that are taking them apart to show us what they're doing. Watching Dingledorf and Dingledorf. They're doing them as they put them together. Well, these guys are showing them by taking them apart. I sent you one. Wow. Oh, I love it. I haven't received it. Okay. Well, I'll figure out how to do this again. Okay, babe. Yeah, I'm hey, wonder, I got a question. That is my problem. And then the other one is the ham radio test. I'm studying an hour and a half in the morning, an hour and a half at nighttime to take three ham radio tests. So that I don't have to do these bloody tests anymore. Why don't you just stick a transistor radio in a ham and take it down there and give it to him and say, here, does this pass the test? There you Oh, I love that. I think I'll do that in a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I love that concept. That's beautiful. <laughs> Only my Patty would think of it. There you go. I will be. I'll be willing to move in with Patty and help out there at the house there, just so you guys know. Okay. <laughs> we all need all the help we can get. We're never without need. I'm a. I'm a big helper. Put it that way. I'm a big helper. There you go. But I'm, no, afraid you Bruce. Bruce. I'm afraid Wonder, I can what, you to wait, help me kill Bruce. Wonder, uh, wait a minute, we got two in the train. are you aware, real quickly here, of the fact that statu- statutory statutes and constitutions, oh, you know, constitutional law, are the actually the fundamental law of every civil law country, not common law country. Do you know what I mean? In other words, that... Oh, God. The civil laws... Sorry about this. I'm in a train station, just so everyone knows. Uh, 
civil law countries like Latin in in Latin America, it, you know, or in some other countries, they they they're bound by statute and and constitutional uh, law when it comes to judges' decisions. But the difference between the civil law countries and and the common law countries is is what's called precedent or judicial judge-made law, right? Decisional law, right? But but not not based on statutes or constitutions. Stuff that's mostly based on rules of court instead, you know? And and there is the common law difference that I was trying to point out, is that the rules of court can be made by the court. And what is the court supposed to be? According to everybody in the Patriot Movement, it's you. You, the paperwork, your court. You know, you have your own court. So I was trying to get your feedback on if you were aware of this 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 heightened sense this heightened scrutiny that I'm that I'm placing on on you know using to actually to do this analysis I'm like okay we're going to scrutinize common law well with common law here in the states is many times different than what you have in the uh other countries and in the other countries, um, there and even here, all our courts are administrative courts. They are not judicial courts. So when you go to statutes, you are purely in administrative court. You are not doing anything that's really legislative. Uh, pardon me. um, That's common law? You are not doing anything that is uh, judicial in a common law, in a, pardon me, administrative court. So when you talk Uh, anything about a uh, civil uh, uh, statute, code, you're doing administrative court materials. There is uh, this has been proven, this has been shown, and people are finding out. And, and the biggest case we have is the one with um, uh, Rod Class. He is showing mm-hmm. it is purely administrative and nothing else. Yeah, but the administrative is where you're going to get your common law remedy. See, this is what I was trying to bring up to you. Oh, my God. Hold on a minute. Sorry, I'm going to have to pause. The people have to put it in. This is why the education is so important. This is why people's ignorance has been purposely done so that they do not get that they are the actual law. Not well, what, what, exactly. What, what is wrong with the administrative courts, though? Because even they in common are, law, you need to... Hold on. Even in common law, you need to administer, right? No. What the administrative court is doing is revenue collecting only. That is the purpose to collect revenue so that they have money 
That is all they are for. That's it. No, I hear what you're saying, but that's that's what they're doing. It's a misuse of the actual system, though, don't you think? Because well, if you really, right? That is what right? we're saying, that it's a misuse. Right. Okay. So, so it's not it's not that we need to gut the system. We need to get a few bad apples out of office. We need to get that system out of use. I support you running for president instead of Hillary. <laughs> she was going to try that, but we're not going we're back into that. that. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the issue here is for all people, and this is what Deb was saying at the beginning of this call, is the fact that she has a friend who has told someone to not trespass on her property, and she's in doo-doo because of her her own right to say that to someone when the actual property is run by the state because of 1933, and she won't do her studies, she won't do her learning uh, on how to combat this kind of fraud. And uh, I will send you out a little um, uh, pamphlet that I just, it's one chapter of Bandot, oh, I'm going to say, I've forgotten his name, it's Michael, and he's on NLA, he talks all about the Constitution, but he is in there showing you the difference between right and privilege and he does it in a very simple manner not talking down to you at all but in a way you can get the concept and that's the point and uh, uh, I'll send that to Deb I didn't think of it when Deb was on but all of us have to be tuned in with common law it is run by the people it is not run by lawyers. When common law came in a long, long time ago, it was there were no quote-unquote lawyers, bar-accredited registry lawyers. And that has been done so that they are a union of lawyers in this state, in England, and per, I don't know worldwide, but if they belong to the BAR of England, then all of the lawyers in the world have the same problem. So you are right. You are right about that. That the, the law. See, because why is that the truth? Because in a, you know, with this English system of law that we have, the English system of jurisprudence, the common law system, was dependent on a contract between for help if you needed legal assistance you would pay a fee you know for services of the judge or whatever to come around with his r- royal retinue you know and they would do their do their duty to uh, help you <laughs> you know uh, litig- litigate your your adjudicate your your legal issue you know uh, and that's exactly the same thing we see today it's just what it is is it's being disguised and clothed and robed really in this this uh, this clothing of of comp- compilation it's like you have to you're compelled to to be a part of this and and you know what the fee is just a part of it you know but that's not even the truth if you really look at the fine print 
You know, the truth is everything is consent. And we've consented to, uh, the, the majority of the people have actually already consented to common law being judge-made law, and the distinction between judge uh, common law countries and civil law countries is just that, is that in civil law countries, they do not use judge-made law as precedent. And that is going to be our strength in this country. Don't believe the hype, the patriot myth, mythology, psych, uh, you know, warfare, okay, about what common law is. With, with the, what you've said, there is parts truth and there is parts missing information. And parts of the missing information is the fact that with the common law, it still goes back to the people and their judgment. What the judges did was the third-party non-intervention. They were just the mediator. Okay, uh, okay, everybody in the quiet. It's like Judge Judy on TV. Okay, everybody quiet here. But then she becomes the lawyer, and that's what you see in the court today. But in the old days, the people had to talk out what it was they were doing, and he played basically King Solomon. He'd listen to both sides of the story. And then when his judgment really had to be done, he took the baby and was willing to cut the baby in half. And the real mother said, no, 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 give her the whole baby. And he gave the baby to the woman that said, no, no, no. And that is what true justice is. And that is what, we, what common law is about. What is the real fair way of doing something so that both parties come away winners? Right, and so what you're saying is this, common law is, is, is intertwined and, inter, and entangled with judicial decisions, judge-made law, but those, that, that, those rules are dependent on circumstances, and that's why when judges, that, oh guys, we need to be very careful about the cases that we use in our, in our citations. If the, if the citation is of a statutory or constitutional right, provision where the judge is quoting constitutional statute, right? We may or may not want to do it if we're trying to maintain a common law claim. A, a common law claim on, you know, which is different from a civil law claim. You know what I'm saying? Civil law has to do with, uh, with other kinds of things. Common law has to do with between the people. And that's a simple way of teaching it. But there's also the backwards look at this, where, where the common law is actually the federal law, which they have a common law, federal law, admiralty, juris, maritime jurisdiction, and that state's common law has more to do uh, with, uh, you know, with with these with the rules with the code, you see what I'm saying, and statutes. So they've twisted it and turned it, and you know, and created some a whole new way of looking at the thing, you know. And that's why it's really up to us as individuals and communities to come together, you know, once we're well enough to 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 come together and uh, and really live the way we want to in our communities, you know, with correctness. This is part of what we were saying. It is all back to the communities. The communities have to be educated. 
the whole fact of common law does not bring in statutes and codes. It brings in the only one that is really the true one is do unto others as you would have them do unto you because these criminal codes, these criminal statutes, these criminal uh, legislations that the judges are making from their pulpit because they are ministers, administration courts, then they are against the people and the people need the education, which is what is coming out there. Deb's uh, group has it in uh, Michigan. NLA has it uh, on their site. I believe this one that uh, Lola knows down in Kansas or uh, Missouri or wherever in the Midwest is truly doing that. And it, it behooves us to get educated. We cannot take a little pill and have it go away. It is about learning what is rather than what we want it to be. Okay. But or so supporting, you got to support the people in your community, right, Wonder? Like, if, you ha- if you're not able to do the studying, if you're not able to go to the studies and do that because you have other things in, going on in your life, and there's someone coming in your life that maybe you're – you're different with, you don't have different opinions about the way to live life or whatever, but they're hitting a good point of information regarding the legal thing. They're doing the research because you can't. Why not support those people be, and get behind them, you see, instead of saying, well, yeah, everyone needs to get educated. Well, that's not true. People need to support the people that are already there. Also, uh, this is also part of why the Committee of Safety is a valuable group because people will be able to come for short meetings and get some of that education because it is about us and raising awareness. Patty said it in the beginning of the program, and we're at the end of the program right now, uh, is the fact that all of us need to be aware of what's going on and being able to to do something for ourselves. I think that's what you said, Patty, and I, I think it just slipped out of my memory what I was wanting to say. But all of this discussion is all about getting back to your grassroots. What our administrative courts are doing are not common law. They are not for the people. They are against people. And it I recommend you question that. Sorry. Donaldson, yeah, you can question it all you want. But you have not been into court. You don't go to court. You read and read and read. And the words are not what they're using in the courts. So it behooves you to go to court and start sitting in these bloody courtrooms with the people that are being coerced under criminal law for traffic tickets that are just nothing. So they are not crimes, and they are being put through that as a criminal. And you need to get some experience instead of read, read, read. Yeah, so, and I am. I commend you for the reading. Now, and hook up time with for mom. the program to stop, Donaldson. I'm willing to have you give your views, and I'm not 
cutting you off your views are very good. I'm just not going to get argumentative about it, okay? And so I'm feeling there's an argument building here, and I wish to discontinue that. So uh, we are at the end of the program. Uh, does anybody have anything else that they would like to Yes, I would like to say goodbye, and thank you guys for, for letting me get on. And you know what's interesting about that? I haven't disagreed with you once on this call. So if you feel that there's an argument brewing, you need to check within yourself, okay? Because I have not disagreed with it at all. Take care. I'm disagreeing. I'm, I'm disagreeing about that. Right now, you're, 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 right now, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're making something out of nothing. You know, there's really nothing here. It's the end of the call, man. And God bless everybody. We're going to do all pono pono. We're going to give each other hugs. It's going to be a beautiful day. There you go. Have a good one. Isn't that my son, didn't I, at the, towards the end of the calls, used to say, fuck all of you and hang up on the phone calls? <laughs> oh, no, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. Jesus. Okay, you, think I'm bad? I'm, you think I would get, get bent out of shape about your opinion? So that we can end on an upbeat <laughs> without having had any argument or discussion going on. Okay. Oh. We like to call it what it is. Okay, <laughs> let's get going, gang. So, um, Patty, Jonathan, do you want, uh, Jonathan, um, Donaldson, do you want to do uh, something also? So, let's start the whole Go ahead, Patty, start. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm I don't want to do it this time. Make somebody else do it. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Love you. I'm sorry. I love Go ahead. I thought you didn't. Okay, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Everyone, we're going to do it a little differently here. I'm sorry. Thank you. Please forgive me. I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Please forgive me. I love you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Please forgive me. Oh. I love you. Thank you. And that's a wonderful way for us to end on peace and support for each other and that this whole energy scheme that we go through, whatever way you want to argue it or whatever or discuss it, it's all about where do you come at the end. And it is important that we help each other to learn that All of what goes on around us is a reflection of our own energy. So put out the positive. Keep on the positive. Move the positive. Everybody clap. Everybody accentuate the positive and move away from anything that takes that energy away from you. And support yourself. The name that says, no mess with Mr.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.